Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm Carly McBride, Marketing Program Manager and your host for this week's episode. We just launched season two of Order Up and we're trying something new. We will continue to bring you full episodes like we did in season one, but we will also bring you shorter mini episodes we're calling Quick Bites. A quick bite is just as it sounds, short, quick, and easy to listen to, and we get straight to the facts so you can get back to your busy day. We hope you enjoy these, and don't forget to subscribe to Order Up on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. For our first quick bite episode of Order Up, I'm excited to welcome Mike Watley, Vice President of State Affairs and Grassroots Advocacy at the National Restaurant Association. Mike joins us to discuss a set of public policy principles that the National Restaurant Association developed collaboratively with third-party delivery companies. These policies define best practices for third-party delivery to guide lawmakers in developing public policy. I'm looking forward to hearing more about these policies and how they help restaurants across the country. Mike, thank you for taking some time to chat with us today. Let's get started. First off, uh, please start us off with a quick introduction and what your role with the National Restaurant Association policy team entails. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on this week's episode. So Mike Watley, I'm Vice President of State Affairs and Grassroots Advocacy at the Association. So I, I oversee our state and local government affairs team. So our team is out there advocating for the restaurant industry in all 50 states across the country and also the myriad of localities there are out there as well. Uh, I also oversee the association's grassroots advocacy at the federal, state, and local level. And then finally, uh, the Restaurant Advocacy Fund, which is the industry's dedicated advocacy fund for all things state and local government affairs around the country. Perfect. And you're joining us today to talk about a set of public policy principles. So can you give us a little bit of background on what they are and why those principles were developed? Sure. So pretty much one of the biggest things we were hearing from operators even prior to COVID was about third-party delivery. And while it's an exciting and growing area of uh, development for the industry as a whole, there were there were some pain points we were hearing about from members in terms of how various third-party platforms were, were treating restaurants and various pain points that restaurants had. So we back in 2019, launched a listening tour to hear what restaurant operators had to say about third-party delivery, talking to operators across the country, talking to our state restaurant association partners to come forward and develop a platform of policy principles that we thought represented a kind of setting the table for what all restaurateurs could expect from third-party delivery companies and creating a level playing field and fairness And we talked internally and created draft public policy principles for third-party delivery. And then, and here's the exciting part. We then approached the major third-party delivery players and said, look, you know, we're interested in taking these public before we do. Is there an opportunity for us to collaborate here so that it helps everyone? And fortunately, the big four players in the third-party space, so Uber Eats, Postmates, DoorDash, and Grubhub all said, this sounds great. Let's work together. And over the course of a couple of months, we, we collaborated and in late December released a, a public document that should hopefully guide lawmakers around the country in terms of these are public policy principles that the restaurant industry agrees on, but also that the major third-party delivery companies agree on. So we're hopeful this is a, an important first step for all restaurateurs across the country as it comes to third-party delivery, because now more than ever, you've seen with COVID, 
so many more restaurant operators have added third-party delivery. And especially with, with shutdowns of indoor dining and reduced occupancy standards for restaurants across the country, third-party delivery and everything off-premise is so important. So we wanted to make sure that everyone was being treated fairly. And this is by no means a, a, you know, a perfect set of policy principles and the be-all end-all. This is a very important first step for the industry and also for our relationship with these major third-party delivery companies. Very good. You kind of beat me to the punch on my next question. Um, I know that you had the really heavy hitters uh, to help you develop these. So it's great to hear that you had that big four to back these up for you. Um, now let's shift a little bit and talk about the actual principles. Uh, I understand there are seven. Uh, can you explain them to us, please? Sure. So there, there are seven different principles and they're, they're different, but they, they all have a couple of common themes of transparency and also consent and fairness for restaurants. So some of them are interrelated, but there are seven of them. So first off, and this seems you know, very intuitive and you know straightforward, restaurants have a right to know and determine when and if their food is delivered. So this gets to the idea of consent. If a third-party delivery company wants to deliver a restaurant's food or use a restaurant's menu or advertise for a restaurant, they first have to check with the restaurant and make sure that is okay. Some restaurants may say, yes, it's okay, but I don't want a contract. Just go and do it on your own. It can be like a takeout order. And, you know, that's fine under these principles. But many other restaurants want a contract and want to have that direct relationship with the third-party company. The principles allow for both of those models, but just say, look, before food is delivered, there has to be written consent, which is really important. We, we heard so much from restaurant operators about this idea prior to the pandemic and increasingly during the pandemic. So we were very pleased that the third party players were willing to come forward and agree on this principle because it's so important. Uh, the second one relates to food safety and it, it states customers should expect the same degree of food safety from delivery as they do when dining in a restaurant. And this applies to third party delivery, but also for restaurants that do in-house delivery. Look, in a restaurant, you know what to expect. You know it's going to be safe. You know it's regulated. You can rely and trust on it. This isn't to say that currently you can't with third-party delivery, but there aren't those standards there. So this was a realization that customers should expect the same levels of food safety via delivery that they do when dining in a restaurant, which is a very safe um, and very consistent experience. The third one was perhaps uh, the easiest one for everyone. Restaurants should be able to offer alcohol to customers through third-party delivery in a safe and legal manner. So a huge part of COVID for a lot of restaurateurs who have liquor licenses is the ability to now offer cocktails to go via either delivery or takeout. Prior to the pandemic, restaurants could not shake a cocktail on-premise cap it, seal it, and then send it out their door via takeout or delivery. Now in 32 states and D.C., as of this past couple of weeks ago, 32 states and D.C., you can now do a cocktail to go. It's been a big revenue driver for restaurants during the pandemic. We're trying to make it permanent and keep it in as many states as possible. But this principle gets to the heart of that and says you should be able to do that in a safe and legal way through third-party delivery. So all the third-party players love this. Restaurants love this. This one was, was really easy. Um, the next two are, are interrelated, so I'll read both of them. Restaurants deserve transparency on fees charged by third-party delivery companies. And then third-party food delivery contracts need transparency and issues surrounding fees, costs, terms, policies, marketing principles, 
and insurance slash indemnity should be clear. So this gets to the transparency part of the principles. This is a realization that restaurants, when they sign a delivery contract, should know what the fees are going to be, should know what the terms are going to be, should know what marketing mechanisms that third-party delivery players may utilize. They shouldn't be surprised. In a, in a couple of markets, unfortunately, we've seen during the pandemic, restaurateurs be surprised by various fees that they didn't sign up for. And that's not fair. You know, if a third-party company wants to charge a fee, that's fine, but it has to be clear and it has to be agreed upon by the restaurant. Also, in terms of contractual transparency. If a third-party delivery company is going to utilize a restaurant's likeness or image in some way, that's fine, but the restaurant needs to know and needs to sign off on that. So this is these two principles, while slightly different, one relates to fees, one relates to terms of contracts, are, are really interrelated and are important for restaurateurs. Restaurateurs should feel confident when they sign a third-party delivery contract. They know what's in it and what to expect. The sixth principle is about sales tax. And it says sales tax collection responsibility must be clear in terms of which party is collecting and remitting the specific sales tax at the appropriate authority. That sounds uh, very legal-esque. What this is basically saying is, look, when a transaction happens on a restaurant's premise, they know to remit sales tax or meals tax or what have you to the appropriate authority. It's a little more murky when it comes to third-party delivery in terms of who's collecting that sales tax, who's remitting it. It's not only a food transaction, but it's an online transaction. So this principle just says it has to be clear. We're not taking a side in terms of does the restaurant collect it or does the third party collect it? It just has to be clear so that no one gets a surprise tax bill because restaurant operators certainly cannot afford a surprise tax bill right now. And the final principle is not actually a public policy principle. This is just a, a best practice that we and the third-party delivery companies agreed on. So and the principle reads, as a best practice, third-party delivery companies should offer restaurants access to anonymized information regarding orders from their restaurant that originate on third-party platforms. So what does that mean? Third-party platforms should offer restaurants the ability to, in the aggregate, see what sort of orders are taking place, provide uh, the ability to respond to customer feedback. So if a restaurant says, or sorry, if a customer says, look, this food is cold or this food wasn't prepared correctly, the restaurant wants to be able to have the ability to tell that customer, to reach out to that customer and say, let us fix the issue. We, we don't want you to have a bad experience. Help us help you fix this issue. Um, so this is important. This is not going to be written in law. This is just a, a best practice that third-party operators should be giving restaurateurs the ability to have this sort of data and also have this sort of interaction with customers. So this one is not going to be written in law anywhere. It's the only one we made a best practice, but it's an important one because data is really important to, to restaurateurs out there. Very good. Uh, that's that's a lot of detail. Thank you for all the, the information on those. I know a tremendous amount of work and collaboration went into developing those. Um, so what's next for you? How do you hope uh, that the public policy principles can help guide the development of legis legislation at the state level? So there are a lot of state lawmakers and local lawmakers who are looking at ways to regulate third-party delivery. If you rewind back to when Uber first came on the market, there was a lot of back and forth Uber and the taxi cab companies and local authorities, Airbnb the same way, hotels, Airbnb, local lawmakers. 
we're entering that stage with third-party delivery. Lawmakers have realized there there isn't that much regulation around it and are looking for ways to regulate it. This is our attempt to, with the third-party companies, come forth and say, look, these are the principles we can all agree on. There may be more in the future. There are also maybe some things we don't always agree on, but these are areas of common ground. If you city council or if you state legislature are looking to regulate third-party delivery, here's a good first step. And we're actually working with um, a variety of parties on model legislation that's tied to these principles that we can then share when lawmakers are looking for ways to regulate the industry. Now, this has been a, a, a over a year long effort. Lots of state associations work with us, lots of individual companies and operators. But third party players were an important part of this conversation in terms of coming to the table and being able to discuss you know, what were aspects of common ground and what could we all agree on. And end of the day, we're, we're very pleased with where this landed. It's, it's step one of a multi-step process, but we're hopeful that going forward, uh, we can continue to have an open dialogue with third-party companies so that restaurants can succeed, third-party companies can succeed, and also customers can succeed. Customers love third-party delivery. So what can we as an association and an industry do to make this work for everyone? And it's an important first step. Perfect. Well, wrapping things up, uh, where can our listeners find more information about these public policy principles? So you can go to our association grassroots platform, restaurantsact.com. That's restaurantsact.com. We, we launched that website during the pandemic. It's constantly changing, but it is our grassroots hub. So encourage listeners to check that out. Uh, the principles are listed there as is our press release, which includes uh, press statements from all four of the companies. And that site's updated all the time. So there's lots of interesting information there. Encourage all listeners to to check that out, as well as checking out restaurant.org, of course. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today, Mike, and have an awesome day. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.